I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And thank you, Brent. Love you to death, buddy. Hey, I've had my life insurance with Woman Life for more than 10 years. I could not be happier with it. I know if something happens to me, those I care for will be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community is evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much one of the great guys, Danny Rice, who, by the way, I'm going to have uh, season tickets this year to the basketball program. We'll be giving some of the games we can't make. I'll be giving away tickets right here on the show. But thank you to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston for, uh, or it's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. And again, thank you so much, Danny Rice, Woodman Life, for being uh, one of our day one sponsors here on the Brian Hanks Show. Hey, uh, it is hour two. Today is Thursday, September the 28th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 939 it's hour two of the show here today and uh, man if you missed our first hour <coughs> you missed a great hour we had uh jason bryant on talking about uh all the great football games that are going on here tomorrow night in uh kinston in lenora county in green county in jones county uh if you missed that first hour then all you need to do is uh, go to brianhanks.com Go to our SoundCloud feed, and you can listen to it. It'll be posted very shortly, or listen to the replay here at 3 o'clock on 252, or I'm sorry, on 960. Bet on the bull or on 252 ESPN in Greenville and Newburn. And very ridiculously honored to have on the line with us right now uh, probably the greatest football player to ever come out of Lenora County, and I don't even know if there's a probably to it. He is in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. He's in the Duke University Hall of Fame. He is in the uh, was an inaugural member of the Kent Lenora County Sports Hall of Fame. It's uh, Leo Hart, just one of the the greatest athletes to ever come from this neck. Was one of the greatest gentlemen to ever come out of uh, Kent Lenora County. Good morning, Leo. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Good morning, Brian, and good morning to your listeners across uh, the state. Well, I, I tell you what, couldn't I, I've wanted to have you on for a little while or have you back on for a little while now. I can't think of a better time to do it. We're on the precipice. Uh, for the first time in ESPN game day history, they're taking uh, game day to, uh, to Durham. This weekend, they are going to uh, – uh, as, uh, the blue devils, the 17th ranked blue devils take on the 11th ranked, uh, fighting Irish of Notre Dame again, uh, with you being one of the all time Duke university greats, I, I just so excited. I, I'm not even a Duke, uh, football fan or a Duke basketball fan for that matter. I respect it, but uh, you know, I, you know, I think we've talked about this before, Leo, I'm a big Virginia guy, university of Virginia guy, but I so totally respect what, uh, that program has done. You were one of the, uh, first architects of that one you were uh, in the entire history of duke university football i don't even know if you know this or not leo you're so humble but did you know there have only been two players in the history of duke university football that have made all acc three times and you're one of them how about that well uh thank you for that compliment uh the years do go by but uh, as you said earlier i am so excited 
for our Duke football team to be playing on ESPN game day. It's uh, pretty special to have them on campus. Of course, basketball has had them on campus quite often, uh, but it's it's just uh, really um, outstanding that uh, they're coming to be with us this Saturday night uh, playing Notre Dame. What does this mean to the program? Uh, I, first, I'm going to ask to the program to have the national spotlight as it is. Uh, I mean, you're only able to do this, what, 15, 14, 15 times a season. And for Duke, for Duke to have that national exposure this Saturday night, what does that mean to the program? And then secondly, Leo, what does it mean to you, sir? Well, it, it's, it's just an outstanding feeling of um, recognition for guys that have worked hard Coach Elko and his staff have just done a terrific job in preparing our kids. And I remember talking to, oh gosh, um, Mr. Carter there, one of our players, and uh, we chatted about, oh, just before the Clemson game. And he said, you know, we've got to beat, if we're going to be the best, we've got to beat the best. So they really started off on a great uh, victory over uh, Clemson. And it's carried through on the last four games. So uh, we just um, appreciate them, enjoy watching them play, and they play with a lot of energy, and they play with a lot of brotherhood, and uh, you can't beat that. And then what does it mean to you, uh, Leo, that uh, your alma mater, the again, uh, a program that you helped put on the map too in your time there in the 60s, what, what does it mean to you to see uh, them receiving this uh, national recognition? Well, I, I'm just so proud of our team, and it uh, brings back great memories when we were there Duke playing on the gridiron. And uh, I feel like I'm playing each week just watching <laughs> um, Riley Leonard and, and some of the great players that they do have. It's, it's, it's fun. It's exciting football. And, uh, you know, just – I'm glad they're finally getting the recognition that they deserve. Well, again, uh, I, we all knew Mike Elko was a uh, a very respected coach. I mean, uh, with what he did with a uh, with the defense at Texas A&M before he came to Duke, I mean, we knew uh, what a great coach he is. Uh, but again, in only his second year to have them uh, nationally ranked, to have them on a national stage, like I said, which is where they'll be on Saturday. Your your thoughts on the on the job that he has done, Leo? Coach Elko from day one, uh, he's just been terrific. Uh, he's one of the few coaches I've been around uh, that's a head coach that understands the strengths and weaknesses of all 80 players on the team. Um, he's able to talk about every particular player, and and he's, he's just done an excellent job of finding and recruiting great players at Duke. We have speed in the secondary. We've got strength in the defensive line and offensive line. And, of course, we've, we've got a quarterback that uh, is certainly one of the top uh, 10 quarterbacks in the country. So it's just exciting to watch them. They've created a, a esprit de corps that they, they play hard every play. They work out hard, and they prepare. And um, I'm just proud of them, and I can uh, just feel the energy when you're around this team and and of course somebody made a comment last year in the bowl game that they won up uh at annapolis he said i um i've never seen a team celebrate each other after that victory so much so 
it's just an exciting time at Duke. We have um, uh, certainly uh, some tough components coming up, uh, but as we talk about all the time, we play them one at a time, and um, I'm just excited about the upcoming game against Notre Dame because um, it's another great uh, rivalry, and um, we're going to show them what Duke's made of. Absolutely. That voice you're listening to is Leo Hart, one of the uh, all-time greats in Duke University history, football history, one of the all-time greats in uh, Kinston and North County sports history. Uh, just as we continue to talk about Duke a little bit, it has been hard to sustain success. I mean, there'll be those, you know, two or three years where Duke is, you know, is up there, but it's because of their academics and everybody, especially here in North Carolina knows that. What do you think the key is going to be for Coach Elko to uh, continue to, to be successful and to, to sustain the success that he's had in a couple of years now he's been in Durham, Leo? Uh, I'll give you an example. This particular game, they have 247 recruits coming in to the game. So um, he's created an excitement about the program. Uh, It's entertainment, and it's uh, guys that enjoy playing with one another. Um, And I I take my hat off to Coach Elko every day because – when you're around the team and you feel the camaraderie and the excitement, um, you can tell that they're going to play well. That is awesome. Again, that voice you're listening to is Leo Hart. Uh, you're still in Atlanta. Is that what you told me last night, Coach? I am. I'm in Atlanta, and then we'll uh, head up to Durham later today. That is awesome. I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, you have had so much success in your uh, your post-football career and business and all that, but you've also stayed intimately involved with uh, Duke University Athletics, not just on the football side, but helping out the whole program all together. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing now with uh, Duke University, sir. Well, over the last year and a half, we've uh, tried to help uh, all the sports, men and women at Duke, uh, NIL has been a big uh, uh, newcomer into college athletics. Uh, so we were just trying to help with all the teams, all 32 teams, to make sure that um, we're following the rules and that uh, we're helping um, some of the kids uh, do what they need to do. How proud are you to still be a part, all these years later, of uh, helping your alma mater up there in Durham? Well, it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I think back to the early 2000s when uh, Duke wasn't playing that well, and we we built a new football building with the help of uh, Spike Yo and about 740 people who contributed to that cause. Um, out of that cause, there was about 430 players, former football players, that contributed to building the, the, the new football facility. And um, over... 10 to 12 years being a part of the sports advisory board. Uh, we had just some incredible, generous people that um, have built many buildings around the stadium and just have uh, taken Duke football up to another level. And when you look at the success that Coach Elko has had and his predecessors before him too, a lot of it is due to the hard work that you you Mr. Hart have put into this and uh, all that. And I know they really do appreciate it. I want to do, can we change lanes a little bit? I just, since I've got you here on the line, I'd love to just uh, pick your brain on a couple other college uh, sports and college athletics uh, questions. Is that cool? Sure. Go right ahead. Uh, 
the landscape as we know of college athletics is definitely changing with all the uh, realignment of conferences. You just mentioned NIL, which you have been involved with and in helping uh, the, the programs over at Duke University. And I want to start with with uh, conference realignments. I mean, I, I'm i 54, okay? So, I mean, I've grown up just – I mean, the ACC has been everything to me. I mean, I've covered a lot of ACC football games. I've covered the ACC uh, basketball tournament 15 or 20 times. My heart is broken with what I'm seeing with that part of uh, of conference or of uh, college athletics, Leo. That you know, I mean, and, and I understand the the uh, financial aspect of it, but still, it, it hurts my heart that the ACC is going to have two California teams, uh, you know, two California colleges or universities in the conference that SMU is now in, and it was already bad enough when. Louisville, uh, who's not even on the Atlantic Coast, was one of them. I just would love your thoughts as someone who played in the ACC, who was all ACC three times in the 60s. Well, just that portion of it. We'll get to NIL and the transfer portal and all that here in a few minutes, but just the conference realignment portion of it, Leo. What Your thoughts on that? Last evening, I, I heard somebody talking about um, that um, – uh, they were questioning why you'd be able to fly across country, especially if you're considering all 32 teams of, of men and women athletes on most schools. Um, there was an interesting point that was brought up last evening that perhaps some of the games that uh, uh, Stanford or would be played in Dallas at SMU so that the teams could meet halfway. I hadn't heard that before, but also in USA Today, you know, there's going to be a lot happening over the next coming months because the NCA and IAL rules face major change. Lawsuit granted class action status. And that was in USA Today yesterday, so uh, on Monday. And it's, uh, it's just a changing <laughs> situation. I think when uh, Northwestern tried to, create a union for their players and then you had the Supreme Court get involved on the NIL process. Uh, college sports uh, now has free agency in it, which uh, I think you and all of us are not used to that concept in college sports. So we'll just see how it uh, falls. But I think you, with this uh, class action lawsuit, there are probably going to be a lot of changes occurring in the NCAA. Uh, and I would I would agree with you wholeheartedly on that, but it just I don't know, Leo. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too literal, or maybe I'm too uh, I don't know the word I'm trying to come up here with. But the Atlantic Coast Conference should be teams that are on the Atlantic Coast. The Big Ten should not have 16 members or whatever it is, 18 members that are in it. Uh, I just and just the the dissolution or the uh, the dissolvement, I guess I'm, I'm not sure that's a word of the Pac-10 or the Pac. 12, whatever you want to call it. That's kind of broken my heart a little bit. And I know that's got, it's got to be a little bit personal to you too, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you think about uh, where we began and where we're going. Uh, it's a total different atmosphere <laughs> in college sports. And uh, certainly the networks have had a, a big, uh, oh gosh, they've made such an impact on what, schools receive for their proper share in the various conferences. For a while there, it looked like that we were going to kind of have an NFL versus AFL type rebuild, 
in college athletics. But, um, you know, it, it's not something we're going to be able totally to uh, control. Uh, I think lawsuits and everything else will be a part of the landscape. And uh, we'll just see how it turns out. But um, for the kids, I think one of the things that occurred over the last several years is all of a sudden coaches were making monumental salaries each year. And uh, some of the kids across the country said, wait a minute, um, if they're going to make that and I'm getting nothing, you know, I should be paid for my labor, that type of feeling. So that certainly has, has gone through college athletics across the country. Well, that is a perfect segue, and I tell you what, we'll get to that in a moment because I want to get your thoughts on NIL. Before we do that, though, Leo, let me thank uh, our title sponsor, our exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian, ha- Brian Hanks Show is UNC Lenore Healthcare. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them, <clears throat> excuse me, you can also email them at info@lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org and again, thank you so much to our good friends, uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. Let's get right back to our big interview. It's the legend himself, Leo Hart, joining us here this morning on the show. And uh, Leo, we, you, you did a perfect little segue there to, uh, to the NIL, and let's talk a little bit about that, uh, the name, image, and likeness. Uh Yours, before uh, we even talk about the impact, which obviously there's been such a huge impact, your personal thoughts on this as a former college athlete yourself, as someone that's still as involved as you are with uh, athletics over at Duke University and even he- helping, helping head up that NIL program over at, uh, at Duke University, your personal thoughts on uh, when this started to come through and uh, everything that, uh, what, th- what this means to college athletes. You know, in the beginning, I was uh, just confused about how much, uh, I guess you would say, the the difference in different universities getting involved with NIL. Uh, I think to some degree, it's uh, flattened out in some ways, but uh, it's here to stay. Uh, I I think that... um, NCAA and also the different conferences are probably going to have quite a few changing of rules going forward, certainly with this uh, lawsuit granted class action status uh, against the NCAA. So there are going to be some changes coming up. Uh, I've gotten used to the idea that it is important to different families and different young athletes that it's been very helpful to them. Um, but, um, as we came up in those years, you, you had $15, uh, a month for laundry. So that's <laughs> different than what we have today. <laughs> I, that's what I wanted to ask you. 18 year old, uh, Leo Hart back in the 1960s, this kind of, let's just, uh, let's play what if, and do a little time travel here. How excited would, uh, Leo Hart, one of the States, one of the nation's best quarterbacks at that time. 
how excited would you have been to uh, have a, a couple of, or not a couple, but to have a, a lot extra dollars in your pocket uh, when you were playing, when you were starring at quarterback for Duke University? You, you know, times are so different. Um, when you look at 50 years ago, uh, we were excited about $15 <laughs> for the laundry. And, and uh, it was I, just a, a change in thinking. Uh, you've seen the um, television networks put so much money into the variety of sports across the country and across the world that uh, it's just uh, the old axiom. I'll just say the first part of it, money talk. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be making a lot of decisions these days uh, where when we were in school, we were just happy to be there. We never thought about the kind of the free agency or the professional side of, of college athletics. We always just look forward to the pros if we could get there. So um, it, it's just a total uh, dynamic of different thinking today than it was 50 years ago. It's crazy to me, Leo, that there are, and there's, I was about to say a handful, it's more than a handful of athletes, Leo, that are playing college athletics, whether it is uh, college football, whether it is college basketball, uh, who are making more money <laughs> in college, legally making more money in college than they would if they stepped to the next level. That just, that blows my mind, Leo. Uh, I think it blows all our minds. <laughs> it, 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 that it's just a different world when it comes to to money and and uh, I mean you see it in basketball and you see it in all sports. Uh, it's really becoming a a uh, retention issue on schools now. You go out and recruit your uh, twenty five athletes or whatever it is for that year in football. Next year you may have some. Some of them may go into the portal. You know, maybe counting on some of those athletes. But now if you don't retain them, you have to build your your uh, team up every year. Instead of just adding the pieces that you need, you, you've got some pieces that you thought would be with you for four years, and that's not the case. Well, now you, again, another perfect segue there, Leo, as I want to talk a little bit about the transfer portal. And what's become insane to me is not only are you recruiting high school seniors you know or even oh, seniors heck <laughs> sophomores juniors and seniors uh if you're a head coach of a and we'll, we'll stay with football for now you're also having to recruit your own players to keep them in your program and you've got to keep them happy i mean that just presents a whole brand new dynamic too doesn't it leo absolutely uh retention is a very very important part of your scheduling, of your recruiting process. And, um, you know, universities are just adapting to that these days. Uh, certainly Duke has. And um, it, it, it's such changing times that each day there's something new that happens or something that comes on the landscape. I look at a, a wide variety of papers every day, and I'm just stunned at the amount of articles on NIL. And... Um, now with the, the most recent uh, lawsuit that was granted class class action, uh, we're probably going to read about it, and um, many lawyers may do very well with that entire process. What is the old adage, Leo? Uh, it doesn't matter who wins or loses; the lawyers always win, don't they? 
Uh, they do in this case. Um, <laughs> there really hasn't been a sheriff in town looking over some of the things that are going on around the country. So the important thing, I think, for, for schools is just to be aware of, of everything happening and uh, keep up with what the, the changing laws may be. Absolutely. Again, that voice you listen to, it's a Hall of Famer, Leo Hart, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. We've got him here for a few more minutes. And again, I love this opportunity just to pick your brain on all these uh, subjects that we've got going on. And of course, one of the biggest ones all season long has just been the job that Deion Sanders has done as the uh, head football coach, first year head football coach at the University of Colorado. He comes in, basically... (laughs) Tells the Colorado player, the the players that are already there, uh, we don't need you. You can leave. He brings in 86, Leo, 86 new players, and he has had a a high level of success. I know they did lose their first game this past week against Oregon, but uh, uh, Leo, I'd love to get your thoughts on uh, what do you think about the job that uh, Dion has done there at uh, the University of Colorado, sir? Uh, well, it, it has been amazing. Uh, of course, this past week against Oregon, uh, they ran into a meat grinder, I guess 35 nothing at halftime. Um, it, it's a huge job to bring in a normal class, let's just say of 20 possible players. It is an unbelievable <laughs> task to bring in 67 or 87, whatever he did, uh, into the fold and create a uh, nucleus of a team that uh, has a three to core that they can play with. You can tell he's got some very good athletes, uh, but going out for that many players overnight, uh, they may have some more problems as they go through the season. Um, the one thing about playing college ball and professional ball, once they see you on film and have a chance two or three games to watch your tendencies, then the defensive coordinators design their their defenses accordingly to what your your tendencies are and what you how you've been playing in the previous games. So that was a good example of running into a buzzsaw that had time to, to see what you were good at. So um, it'll be interesting to see how all teams play, but uh, for for teams to go out, uh, there's been several colleges that have picked up several players, a um, few of them maybe 15 or 20 players off the portal. And uh, that just is a changing dynamic. I feel sorry for some of the kids that only have a chance to be at uh, a university for a year or two and then go somewhere else because really part of college is having those four years where you can interact with friends, make uh, serious friends in college, and then keep up with them for for your, um, your later year. So I, I do feel sorry for some of the kids that are changing after uh, a year at uh, one particular college. But um, I guess it all works out in the wash, as they say, and uh, we'll see probably new laws come into effect over the coming 18 months, and then uh, we'll see how the different colleges react to that. Well, with what Deion Sanders has done at uh, at Colorado, are you? I wouldn't use the word "are you afraid," but are you? Do you think it's possible that 
maybe another university, maybe even an ACC school may see what he's done there and say, you know what, we want to overhaul overhaul our program the same way that Dion has at Colorado. And let's just, you know, maybe someone brings in a coach that does that. Do you, I guess my question for you, Leo, is do you see somebody else following that outline of what he's done at Colorado and doing it in the ACC or at, a, at another Division One program? I, I, I don't think it will happen in, okay. in the form he did. Um, you, you have a uh, young person that comes on as one of your football players or whatever sport it may be. Um, you really entitle him the opportunity to get a good education and to be with you for four years. So that dynamic changed in basketball several years ago. Uh, also bringing uh, agents into uh, people that are freshmen and sophomores. Um, you just have to adapt to the landscape. Um, I think uh, the ACC uh, is certainly going to adapt with what's uh, workable with the West Coast teams. About 10 or 15 years ago, uh, they failed to, to take conferences on one side of the country and other side and put them together. They said, oh, well, it's going to cost too much. Now they've gone by that because the revenues that they receive from television can almost make that up. So it's going to be fun to watch it. Uh, I think, I don't know, uh, I know that there were a few teams that probably over a two-year period picked up 30 people off the portal, and you had other teams like Clemson that hadn't picked up any, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, it's it's going to be a changing dynamic that uh, I think will continue to vary each year. Well, I got to tell you, uh, Leo Hart, this has been an absolute treat for me, and especially couldn't be more timely with what's happening in Durham this weekend with uh, your Duke Blue Devils taking on Notre Dame. Uh, college game day coming there. Uh, listen, sir, thank you so much. You're always so uh, – so generous uh you, you you love your hometown of kenston your hometown of kenston loves you thank you so much for uh joining us this morning here on the show i appreciate you so much sir yeah man i appreciate uh kenston and and all the wonderful people there thank you for letting me be with you hey, absolutely uh, look for hey good luck to your blue devils we are all pulling for duke this weekend okay all right thanks so much there you go that's leo hart uh hall of famer uh, in three different Halls of Fame. Heck, he's probably in more than those. Those are the three that I know of, the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, the Duke Hall of Fame, and the uh, Kensal and North County Sports Hall of Fame. Listen, let's get – man, I'm just – I'm buzzing now. That was a fun interview. Let's get John Dawson and Jonathan Massey in here, play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the Thursday, September 28th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Thursday, September the 28th in the year of our Lord 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game. It is that game that uh, we play uh, pretty much every day here, John Dawson. Pretty much. Is there something <laughs> you're not telling me? No, we play every day. I'm surprised you didn't say anything. I figured your pops was listening a couple of days ago. I had to, and I was waiting for you to say something or, or Jonathan say something. Oh, I, had I don't to listen, Brian. <laughs> Uh, I had to cut the last 30 seconds, literally the last. I just Boy, didn't do that my, steams my oysters. <laughs> I just didn't do the math right or something. I put the time on it. <laughs> I add four minutes to the time so there will be no problems. 
I don't know what else to do. I, I, I don't know either. I'm Jeez. sorry. I Quit your sorry. job and just sit here all day. Actually be a real producer and get a stick and hit him. <laughs> but I, I could probably, I mm. probably could use that, okay? Mm. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I could mm. probably use that. But, uh... But yeah, I, we've we've done everyone. Just like I said, for the first time in a couple weeks, I just was waiting. I figured you coming. Goes your dad is awesome, man. I mean, he sends me messages at least. Well, he once used a to week. tell me. I said, look, just don't tell me anymore because I get steamed up. So I said, just don't even tell me. Well, he it, like I said, it's the last thirty seconds. And I and I just I, in my defense, I did the math wrong. I just did the math wrong. And uh, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be thirty seconds over. So I ended up cutting it with thirty seconds left. I don't even think you said anything important in it though. Oh, the, the best part was at the 28-second mark, and you've just it's gone forever now. A doggone. Hey, uh, Jonathan, guess what happens two weeks from today? We don't have to hear about this trip anymore. <laughs> what is going on? He asked me to mute him. He's sitting over there drinking a Hank's root beer, and evidently it's giving him yeah. some gastrointestinal issues. Yeah, sorry. I had a, <clears throat> I had a little bit of a... <laughs> Of a belch. I am in the waiting room in an asthma clinic. <laughs> and I've got my cough back, which uh, I'm going. I've, dude, I, it is. It's come back in the last couple of days. I'm going to go to the damn doctor because I am not going to have a cough when two weeks from today. Uh, Why are you cursing the doctor? It's not his fault. Yeah, you're right. We're, two weeks from today, we're going to the SMU ECU football game. Then Briefly, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going, we'll stay for about the first half, probably. We'll stay for the first hey, well, half. Until they start losing. <laughs> Just the same day you're supposed to be getting on a plane? No, we get on the plane the next morning like at 6 a.m.? 6, 7, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're not there for that entire game, I'll eat my hat. No, we won't be. I know you, you. This is the new Brian. I'm the, uh, I got to tell you, I, I'm stealing it from uh, Steve Zabin. I wish I could find that coin. He's got a coin called uh, the always leave early coin mm-hmm. where you flip it if you're going to leave early or if you're not going to leave early, if it lands on, he calls it his ale corn. Coin. How about just leave early if you feel like leaving early? Uh, anyway, uh, heck, last week uh, or this past Saturday, Mike Martin and I left the ECU game early. Mm-hmm. Uh, beginning of the fourth quarter, we left, dude. L- let me tell you something. You want to talk about always leave early? And by the way, I need to introduce you guys. John Dawson, say hello, John. Hello, John. Jonathan. Hey. There you go. Uh, this is the birthday game. This is our little mindless banter that we do before we start the birthday game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've had this is my second year of having season tickets uh, to, uh, uh, to ECU football. E-C-U. E-C-U. Got to thank Danny Rice. Danny Rice hooks me up. He's a longtime Pirate Club member, so I get the, I mean, chef's kiss tickets, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. they're awesome. I want you to go to a game. Jonathan, you'll happen. be going. <laughs> Jonathan, you'll be going with me in a couple weeks. You're going to have to tell him how. No, these seats are primo. I mean, I'm not even joking, dude. You walk into the stadium, you walk up one little flight of steps, you immediately, let me finish, let me finish, you immediately turn right, and we sit right there on the aisle, dude. I mean, you don't go up anymore, you just walk up the steps, turn right, and you're there. Does it involve yelling, drunks, or football? Yes, yes, and yes. Okie doke, I'm out. You gotta come with me one game. No, I don't. Hey, I was talking to Jacques. Pa- yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, we're definitely—he and I are definitely doing a Hurricanes game this year. Do you want to go with us? <laughs> I know we said it last year, and I didn't follow through because we. You guys- Will there be yelling, drunks, or hockey involved? <laughs> no, no, and. Yes. <laughs> there won't be as many drunks as, uh, oh God, I was about to put my foot in my mouth there. Uh, there no, there really won't be. I'm serious. They'll be yelling. And it's in hockey. And hockey. So two so out of two three out of ain't three. bad, like Meatloaf said. Well, that's if it's two things you like out of the three. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, okay. Free food. Yeah. 
that, that's not worth the yelling. And Spending the, time uh, with Brian. Oh, come on now. I'd have to be sharing Brian. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> Aw, that was sweet. Did you hear that? I think I'm I want to give you a hug. Can I give mm -hmm. you a hug now? Not on your life. Saying, you're sitting here holding my James Van Rims dick hockey stick right now for defense oh <laughs> i thought it was because you loved hockey no. I, can't, I can't imagine what you'd be defending against yeah <laughs> so anyway stop giving me stuff to cut <laughs> what was bad about that i don't know it's disgusting the visual disturbing <laughs> well this is radio though jonathan so if you have an empty bottle don't start talking about the empty bottle oh okay <laughs> two weeks from tomorrow two or actually really it starts to two weeks from today when uh uh, are you even working that day, that Thursday? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not but the whole I'm day, the though. Following, I'll probably leave a little early, but I'm taking a following Tuesday off. I don't blame you, man. Yeah. Let's I play may even do that. while we're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm probably going to have a little turkey, yeah. maybe some ham. Yeah. Hey, people want to know about this. I have been asked a couple of times about the U2 trip, so people are yeah, listening to this. sarcastically. Want... Oh, oh, is it? There's no detail that's been left off this show about oh, what's going on God, with that God, we're going to have so much fun, dude. I can't wait, man. We're riding in a limo. I hope there's not an airline strike that week or anything. <laughs> Get, get that out of your get that out of there that's not even funny McFisto you know. I love McFisto anyway uh, yesterday Jonathan Massey you won what three to two you lead 11 days to 10 there's only two days of birthday game left that means John Dawson you gotta win today man you got to so to send to. it to send it to Friday that would make Friday just so awesome to have a winner take all I don't remember if we've ever had a last day of the month except for we have a winner take all day on the last day of the birthday game earlier this year didn't we I thought you're asking me to remember things and I don't do that anymore well, well I know we change? did what was the the guy who died in a skiing that we Sonny always Bono? no 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 you mean John the guy Denver that died in an Bob airplane Denver. yeah yeah Anyway. John Denver. Bob oh. Denver was Gilligan. Oh. Dude, this is so confusing, man. Yeah. <laughs> John Denver. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, well, this happened a couple of days ago, and it got out there, and I you worked for him for a couple of years. I just wanted you uh, – Corey Povar's leaving. We didn't yeah. mention it on yesterday's show. I wish I would have. But. Yeah, I, I had I had <laughs> an idea because he called – he, I, they have yet to remove me from the Parks and Recreation group chat, group text. <laughs> so I still get all these text alerts from them. And I'll I read through them sometimes. Other times I just ignore it. Do they still send those pictures you told us about? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, he called. He never calls a mandatory meeting. Yeah. Now, who call meetings? But he never, he never emphasize, emphasizes the mandatory part until this time. And when he did that, I'm like, uh-oh, something's happening. And then he and announced that Jonathan Massey had been fired. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, three months after I quit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, uh, just your thoughts, dude. I mean, uh, a guy, you talk about stepping into one of the toughest situations. I, I compare it to uh, your boy Bill Guthridge stepping in after Dean Smith. I yeah. mean, you have a Bill Ellis who just means everything to this county. And I got to tell you, man. Corey Bovar did a hell of a job, dude, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people don't understand the kind of stuff he has to deal with behind the scenes from political aspects, which I'm not going to get into, to, to just... But Charlie endless, Casey. Well, any, nobody can, can uh, sympathize with that the way yeah. I can. 
and Charlie's poor, poor wife. <laughs> um, and she's so pretty. How did that happen? Eye problems. Yeah, yeah, we're all that. We're all in that boat, aren't we? This segment is sponsored by Gulico <laughs> Office Automation. <laughs> well, finish about Corey Povar. I just want to get your opinion. Yeah, Corey's a great guy. He he had strings of complaints, and he dealt with it with a smile on his face most of the time. And you know, he he was an asset. He was a great champion for parks and recreation. Um, really, kind of did the best he could to fill in the shoes left behind by Bill Ellis. And God helped the next man up. Yeah, I agree. Who do you think it's going to be? Charlie Casey. It will not be. You think it'll be Charlie? God, no. Oh. <laughs> One day, and I am on the Parks and Rec Commission, so you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be throwing candidates out there, right? Right. I agree. Okay. Jonathan Massey, why don't you tell us about GoEco Office Automation? Well, if you're looking for a candidate to be your primary supplier of office innovation equipment, you need to call Jacques Passleg and his crew at GoEco Office Automation because let me tell you something, they will leave you with a smile on your face and a little extra cash in your pocket because they are going to make your business boom. Thanks. That was very good, dude. If, uh, but how do we do that? I mean, it's easy to talk about GoEco, but how do we get with Jacques Passelec? Well, you can go to the Office Innovation Center <coughs> or you can pick up the phone and dial 252 252-286-286-53-53-54. I was scared there for a moment. And what are the websites? Uh, what is goeco.com and goeconc.com. There you go. Did that wow. backwards, hated it. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know a lot of songs by this first artist here. Let so. me choose. You, uh, you don't know after, about, trust me, you're, you're, oh, you're not going to hate this song. You could have stopped after I don't the first think you're four words. <laughs> Let's see. I think this. I, I don't know a lot. Ah. Yeah, this is annoying already. She was the biggest thing in the world for about 20 minutes, but you don't really hear anything from her anymore. Kesha. It's Lizzie McGuire. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Now, that's your playground, dude. This song right here came out in 2003. So, I mean, you were a young pup of what, 14 at that at that time? Something like that. Did hey, you, you ever have it for Hillary Duff? Did you ever? Can I say something that she can reverse? Sure. Well, as far as Hillary Duff goes, I'd like to fum, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You know, one of these days, this is what I fear, too. Uh, he's not a spring chicken anymore. One of these days, he's going to forget and leave something in, and we're just not going to well, have Well, you know, if anymore. you wouldn't do it to start with, we wouldn't have to worry about yeah, it. That's I it's asked it. permission first. He did ask for, and you granted him permission. Well, why don't, if I said no, then I'm in the doghouse the rest of the night. That's not you true. I, with him, maybe, not with me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, Hillary Duff uh, over there, Jonathan Massey. Uh, I just, I, she was, right? She was the biggest thing oh, in the yeah. world there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and she's it had, had nothing little... to do with her looks. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was 100%. <laughs> it was 100%. Okay. This is happening. Right. <laughs> anyway. Good I job, she... doubleheader boy. Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> We're talking about baseball. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he's a big baseball player. All right, fan. let's go. Let's yeah. go. Uh, she's older than me. How much older? Well, by the way, I should let you know, this is Come Clean off the album Metamorphosis by Hilary Duff. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her artistry, but sure. Hmm. 35, 36. What's your guess? 36. You got it right on the nose. She was born September 28, 1987. 
you just do a shooter McGavin? Yeah. That's awesome. Baby. Okay. Well, uh, congratulations. You take a one and nothing lead. <laughs> the heck? Nobody knows what you're talking about. The working conditions I have to put up here with John Dawson. Okie dokie. There you go. Oh, man, I hate that you're going <laughs> He's arguably the greatest Washington national of all time. I couldn't name one Washington <laughs> national. It's former Virginia Cavalier. Ryan Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman. He, I'll tell you this. Can I, just can I help him now? just a little bit? Yeah, go for it. He retired That's not, not gonna at help the end me. of last season. Yeah, it was at the end of last season, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. I have his jersey. I will, you want me? To, you want to touch his jersey? Maybe that'll help. And I have his bobblehead here. I too. don't want to touch anything. <laughs> Do you Brian. want to touch his bobblehead? No, Brian. Hold on. You're All wasting right. your time. <laughs> right here. Look, he's right here, right next to you. That's right. Maybe this will help you here. Touch it. Maybe it'll what help. What if I you. hit it with this stick? Don't hit Ryan Zimmerman with a stick. I told you I didn't want to touch it. Why'd yeah. you pick it up? Ryan Zimmerman. For the we radio him, audience to see it. We saw him hit a walk-off grand slam. Yep. At Denny's. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Do yeah. not hit that Waitress button. was coming out. Not he get just... the button. No. Ah, damn it. Okay. Uh, All right. That's two curses already. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ryan Zimmerman. How old is he today over there, John Dawson? I don't have a clue. He retired last year. Is that what you said? After a nice long career with Washington Nationals. I'll give you one more hint. I think he's between 35 and 45. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, and what was, what was his position? Third base. And first a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, 41. You say 41. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 40. He was born September 28th, 1984. He is 39 today. So uh, congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You take a two to one lead or a two to nothing lead. Well, he did help you there. He said he was between 35 and 45. I kind of sussed that out already. Oh, okay, okay. Jonathan Massey, and I got to tell you, I know it's going to shock listeners to know that I enjoyed this TV show, uh, but I did. Oh, he was gosh. one of the stars of MTV's Jackass oh, and all God. the movies they produced. It's Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Bam Margera. Bam Margera. I thought they were funny. I mean, they were, you didn't like, you didn't like Jackass? Oh. Although we do see how you got your nickname. What nickname? Oh, man, that's not funny. Okay, uh, Bam Margera. How old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? <clears throat> 48. You say 48. What do you say, John Dawson? 47. And you are closer. You stay alive, John Dawson. Mm. September 28th, 1979. He is 44 today. Huh. So congratulations. He's a little bit younger. I really thought he was like my age. Or, you know, I well, most of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville's got to be up around my age. He must have just, bam, must have just been a kid. Okay. It goes back here to you, John Dawson. You're staying alive. Staying alive. Ah, 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 ah. Staying alive. Yikes. Terrible. I know that was terrible. I, she's a comedian. She, uh, uh, she's been in several movies. She was name-checked in a uh, Bloodhound Gang song. Janine Garofalo. That's all I had to say. I love it. Janine Garofalo. You know who Janine Garofalo is, right? <laughs> yes, I do. You know she's sort of your type, too. Nah, nah. Really? Nah. She's that little petite, you know. She's got the personality of a fire hydrant. Well, should we pull up the uh, Bloodhound Gang song? I know the, I know the lyric. Uh, it's, not it's, it's not dirty. It's not dirty. It's not. It's well, really just not. Just say dirty. it. I want, I want her independent, like NOFX. 
uh, smart like Janine Garofalo. Use big words to make fun of me so that I may never know. Bestow me upon, bestow upon me all her wisdom of the Dewey Decimal System. G, you know what I really want on a girl? Me. So, uh, dude. Yeah, we can let that air. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. That one was on me, okay? That one was on me. But, Janine, I when mean. do we have our contract renegotiations, <laughs> by the way? Never. Uh, I was about to say, I don't think we're working under contract now. We're like day to day, like, uh, you know, like when you lease an apartment and you forget to sign your lease and you've been doing it now for almost four years. And uh, anyway, Janine Garofalo. I want a penalty clause for everything I have to cut out. <laughs> hey, what would you do if they like said, okay, you get $10 for everything that you have to reverse or cut out? I'd retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would be in pretty good shape, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. All right, boys, let her rip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Janine Garofalo. I mean, I always have, man. I mean, she she is smart. She knows the Dewey Decimal System. I, I hope. <laughs> is it my guy? It is your go. Janine Garofalo over there, Jonathan Parrott Dawson. 56. You say 56. Jonathan Massey, Janine Garofalo. 57. Uh, she was born September 28th, 1964. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. And it's wrapped up. You have now just clinched the month of September with that. Tony Basil. <laughs> Tony ba well, let's see what happens tomorrow. That would be, yeah. that's going to be really, really sad if that's what it is. But Janine Garofalo, 59 years old today, which kind of, I thought she was my age. When you were doing all your little flexing there before you guessed, I, I just knew you were thinking, she's Brian's age because I thought she was my age. If I were having to guess, I would have said 54 or 55. can't believe she's almost 60. Ugh. Wait. <laughs> What? Oh. <laughs> you really do need a producer sitting here with a stick. Yeah, you are. Well, you are a producer well, sitting there with a hockey stick. With you have permission, okay? You heard him. <laughs> All the listeners heard. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Let's get. Uh, it's a. It's a musical hint. It's a dead person. Yeah. Oh. Come on. <laughs> What? You that's you didn't put put your foot in your mouth. You put your whole your torso yeah, in there. I'm not a smart I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Stand by me, Benny <coughs> King. He sang with the Drifters, had a very solid solo R and B career, including this song, Stand By Me. He died in twenty fifteen, Jonathan Massey. Ben E. King. Hold on. When the night has come do, do, do. and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we'll see. This would be a farce Dawson approved song, right? Yes. Okay. Very good. That crap in the beginning would not be. Be afraid just as long as you stand Stand by me. Come on, everybody in your car, sing. Stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Oh, stand. All right, take it easy. Okay. Was I getting into it a little bit too much? A little bit. Okay. Jonathan Massey, how old would the great Ben E. King be if he were still alive today? Like I said, he died uh, in 2015. 
93. You say 93. What do you say, John Parrott Dawson? 92. Uh, you are closer. He uh, died September 20, or he died. He was <laughs> born September 28th, 1938. So he'd be 85 today. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, wow. And uh, doesn't matter because you'd already yeah. clinched the day and the month. And the year. No, I don't know. Uh, you have. You've definitely clinched. I think he's won like two months this year, maybe. But I think actually you won three months this year, maybe. I should look that up. What do you think? Sometime Good later. Job. Sometime later. There yeah. you go. Uh, no local birthdays of worth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if it's your birthday today, eat it. <laughs> Did I do it again? I don't see how you have room in that mouth anymore. You keep finding more space. I don't know. Yeah. I approve that one. That's that was funny. pretty good. Oh, okay, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> if today is your birthday, I'm sorry that I didn't mention you. You are worth. Uh, you are worthy of something. That's okay? not what you said. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> there you go. Hey, have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Yeah, if today is your birthday, you are loved, I promise. Uh, but I, I guess I just don't know you well enough to put your birthday in our birthday game. Hey, a uh, couple things. Just want to remind you that uh, tomorrow night we will be at Arendo Parrot Academy. Father Capadano taking on uh, Parrot Academy at his homecoming there tomorrow night. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. We will start with the Rilo Discount Drugs pregame show at 5 o'clock. Myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. We'll have Jason Bryan in there. We'll have Keith Spence in there, too. Uh, we'll call Paul and uh, get an update from him. Cannot wait to have him back on the sideline with us. Uh, uh, we, we really miss him, man. I mean, we really miss not having uh, our sideline reports, but we'll have him back with us really soon. Other games tomorrow night, you've got Kenston at Southwest Onslow. North Lenore is at Wallace Rose Hill. South Lenore is at home against James Keenan. Bethel Christian Academy is at Halifax Academy. Uh, the, the, and to me, uh, the big game in our area tomorrow is uh, Green Central is at home against Aiden Grifton. And Jones Sr. is at Lejeune. So uh, a slew of games there tomorrow night should be a lot of fun uh, for high school football. Again, don't forget, join us right here on 960 AM and betonthebull.com at 5 o'clock for the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. Uh, and then the kickoff for the game will be at 7. Hey, one more time, uh, let's give it up for Jason Bryant one more time here for joining us in our first hour. And then, uh, man, the great Leo Hart joining us in the second hour. Tomorrow's show, it is Football Friday. We'll have Paul Whittington on in our first hour. We are scheduled to have Matt Beeman from Parrot Academy, Will Harrell from South and North, and Jay Wilson from Green Central in our second hour tomorrow. Listen, thank you so much for listening to today's Brian Hanks show. Have a great Thursday, and guess what? We'll see you tomorrow on the Football Friday edition of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. Have a great Thursday.